Well, thanks guys for joining me. So, um, we're here to talk about exploring the Lord of the Rings, which is, you know, one of the newer programs here at, uh, at Mythgard. Um, uh, I something. Huh? I think I found my webcam, but it's not showing us a picture. Oh dear. Oh yeah. That's impolite of it. Oh yeah. In theory. Oh, and Brandy, you just muted yourself again. <laughs> I'm trying. I, I was uh, telling my computer to turn on some background lights. Oh, okay, I see. Like Star Trek style. It's how it, you talk to it now. I see. Right. Right. Does it does it speak in in uh, in Gene Roddenberry's wife's voice? It does not. It does the Amazon Alexa voice. But okay. Maybe someday. Okay. Maybe someday we can have Major Baird's voice. Yeah, that's. I I I totally. I kind of insist that my computer should. If when if my computer is going to talk to me, I really want it to talk to me in her voice um well it hurt you my the ring lit up and now it's confused oh did it okay i see <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so druid's fire sorry the um the webcam isn't working there but uh well we'll see what we can do um so anyway so exploring the lord of the rings um you know this was uh this was kind of oh there it is hooray oh, excellent we have all three together here you're also on my screen right there, Corey. Nice. All right. Yes. Okay. The 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 uh, the banner there. Cool. The banner of Doom. Nice. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, very good. So so yeah. So exploring the Lord of the Rings came up. You know, it's sort of. Uh, it started initially, as me wanting to do something more within Lotro. So, you know, I'd been doing Lotro stuff and streaming and, and doing, uh, you know, various things here and there, but I wanted to do something a little bit, I want to do something a little bit more sustained. You know, I wanted to do a more, uh, slightly more in-depth book discussion was my initial concept there. Um, and you know, I talked to the guys at, at well, it was still turbine at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, talked about uh, creating a space where we could meet and everything. And that's how the lore hall came about there in Bree. And that was awesome. And so I was really excited about this. And then we kind of, um, it kind of, it kind of grew, right? It, it, uh, it, uh, it became this sort of <laughs> slightly more in-depth, um, a slightly more in-depth thing. As, of course, I realized going, you know, by the time we hit chapter two, really, certainly chapter three, I was sort of acknowledging the fact that, you know, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to do something like this again, you know, to go through the Lord of the Rings. You know, I've always wanted to do a detailed study of the Lord of the Rings and here I am going through. So of course I've been, I've been going slower and slower and slower as we go along. I think we're going to be entering class seven on chapter seven <laughs> next week. <Yeah. laughs> our, our, our seven, so we will spend two entire months in the house, in the house of Tom Bombadil. Not a uh, place to spend a couple months. Exactly. Place. Exactly. Could be I'm worse. I'm having a meeting in the house of Tom Bombadil. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm. Uh, I. I. I've been just. Uh, you know, really loving this opportunity to go through the text uh, in this kind of detail, and it's been. It's. It's become this. This uh, really wonderful thing, which of course I'm now looking forward to doing for many, many years to come. Um, uh, but you know, I would love to hear from you know from you guys. What are some of your favorite moments in the in the book discussions that we've been having so far? <laughs> hmm. Finding that having read the books for the first time as a wee child, many 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 years ago, 
my birthday is actually I'm really old. Actually, Corey, get off my lawn. You're older than I'm older than you are. Um, <laughs> just all the stuff that you know I had read and then just like sunk into my brain and it didn't mean what I thought it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So and you know taking the close look at everything and just seeing how in depth Tolkien's thoughts were. I mean, when I was reading it when I was an eight year old, I didn't know and reading it multiple times and then seeing the movies and I really need to go back and read the books again. Mm-hmm. But I want to wait till you're done with the thing, but I don't <laughs> think I have that many years left. Oh, <laughs> for, for those who don't know, I interviewed um, the staff of Standing Stone Games back in January and I asked them, how long was the game going to be around? Because everybody wants to know, is there, you know, it's Uncharted Waters here. And Made of Lions, uh, lead designer Jeff Libby, who wrote most of the, the quest stuff for the past 10 years, um, he said, yeah, the game's going to be around, but we might be in the ninth age by the time you get done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. True story. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it is it is uh, likely to be ninth age before I before we finish with our discussions um yeah no it's uh it's been uh it's been really wonderful there's so much you know uh, uh you know Gene as you say looking at looking at the text carefully the thing about reading really slowly you know and really paying attention to things as we go along not only do we you know is it easier to kind of notice patterns you know because you're not skipping over things but yeah I mean there's so many things that you can come away with or you sort of build a picture in your head in one way, right? You can, you know, you know, maybe you, you didn't think about it really carefully the first time you read it, and then no matter how often you read it, you kind of replace what the text actually says with that thing that you've been carrying around in your head, right? And one of the only real um, uh, sort of ways around that is, you know, looking, you know, just really forcing yourself to stop, get outside of your normal rhythm and look at the text really carefully. Uh, and that has been a really, uh, a really nifty uh a really nifty experience. Uh, Brandon, how about you? What, what are some of your favorite book discussion moments? I think for me, probably one of the ones was when somebody basically said, you know, those galloping hooves um, in Frodo's dream are probably that, that could, that could be Gandalf Mm -hmm. because like you, I'd always, just assume no, those are the yeah. ring raids because of, that's what Frodo. That's does. what he says. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Frodo says, "Oh, it's the ring raids. It's them." But there's actually no real evidence that it's them. Yeah. I mean, the only yeah. thing that vaguely suggests it is Tolkien choosing the East. But in that part of the world, just saying something's from the East can mean a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily mean Mordor. If you're in Gondor, mm-hmm. the East means Mordor. Right. But if you're in you know, Tom Bombadil's house. There's a lot of things to the east of there. Technically, Rivendell's the east. I don't yeah, Bree, Rivendell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Jeff, that was one of those cool things. It's like, wow, I never, ever thought of it that way. Like, I'd always thought, oh, it's, you know, I'd always thought, oh, it's like Frodo's dream. Yeah. Horses uh, have more than one hoof. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is Frodo's interpretation. Yes. I love that reading. I love that reading, you know, that he that he's receiving what is essentially like an encouraging dream. Right. Gandalf was captured. That's why he hasn't come back. He's escaped. But and he's on his way. Right. That's, you know, one way to paraphrase that entire dream from one end to the next. And yet he emerges from it instead of being like, oh, phew, Gandalf is coming. He emerges from it saying the Black Riders are coming for me. Right. And you can see where his, 
you know, where, where his mind is, right, in his own impulse of, of, uh, of, of fear. And I, I, that's, I, really, yeah. I really love that. Um, and he's, he's the only one, if that's the correct interpretation, he's the only one that gets like a positive dream. The other ones are dreaming of the weird things that happen to them. Right. And then Tom Bombadil banishes it. Right. Tom Bombadil doesn't really banish this dream because it's supposed to be a good dream. Like, there's yes. no indication yes. of that. Yeah, exactly. Both of both Mary and Pippin's dreams get kind of overridden by that memory of Goldberry or Tom's voice, right? Telling them not to worry, and so they they relax and go back to sleep. But yeah, that doesn't happen with Frodo, right? And and that it does seem to fit that reading, doesn't it? Um, yes. Yeah, that's great. There are a couple. Yeah, instinctively, doesn't care. He's, he's going to sleep like a log because he has <laughs> he doesn't fear anything. He's not worried for his master. Yeah. So he instinctively is like this. This is a good place. I don't have to be on guard. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sam is. Uh, Sam, like Sam abides. No, it's great. That's, uh, uh, and, and, and the connection between <laughs> Sam is the dude. Oh my God. Sam is the dude. He is the dude, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, Sam, Sam being the one who, you know, just as he was resistant, the one who resisted old man Willow seeing, uh, you know, seeing that, that similarity between his non-dreaming there, uh, and his being the one who doesn't fall asleep around old man Willow. Um, yeah, Blue Wizard mentions uh, enjoying analyzing the dream sequences. Of course, it's one of the reasons I asked a trivia question about the Crick Hollow dream, because that was the one when we spent an entire class on one paragraph. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, Tungle, oh yes, the conspiracy, right? How far back the conspiracy goes. Yes, um, that's cool. I think that might be, of course, my my favorite moment, no question, is the Goldberry as a water lily thing, which has still kind mm. of, is still blowing my mind on an almost daily basis. But um, uh, but I, but yeah, uh, Tungle, a, 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 a close second is uh, the the... Sam's infenestration moment and beginning to see when you look at when you look at that moment uh, in chapter two and then you we come back and think about it more in conjunction with what Sam says in the conspiracy unmasked um, that theory which I'm still not a hundred percent convinced of but I don't care because I really want to believe it so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna carry on um, about of Sam's cunning all the way through uh, uh, I think is is really is really fun that was really neat so you want to believe? Is that what you're saying? I want to believe. Yeah, I want to believe that he was uh, that he actually managed to snow Frodo and Gandalf both uh, in that scene and uh, uh, had them both had them both going. I think there's there's plenty of there's plenty enough evidence to allow me to believe that, right? Maybe not enough to convince everybody, but enough to allow me to believe it. So I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, the, the, of course, we have the other element of exploring the Lord of the Rings, right? Our, our, our in-game field trips and stuff afterwards. Yeah. Um, what have, uh, um, what are, what have been some of the, you know, the sort of the most interesting, uh, moments to you in our, in our, uh, sort of tours and discussions afterwards? So I, I come at it from a weird perspective in that I always come in through the Twitch channel. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have a Lotro account and probably can't really get one unless something changes anytime soon. It's just the way my... It's, it's the way my free. current... It's yeah, free. I, well, that's not the problem. The problem is I don't have the computer to run it on. Yeah. I do a lot of stuff through my iPad and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's weird as a computer programmer to say that, but I just don't <laughs> yeah. currently have the, the hardware to do it at the moment. And that's fine. So, but the Twitch channel allows me to 
go along with that and watch and see what's going on there. And one of the cool things for me is like going to these areas that honestly I hadn't really thought much about. So like the Northern Kingdom stuff. Yeah. Um, going to Anuminous and Evendim and that whole area where they've got all these big open pleasure palaces almost just sitting there and the game is designed great because like you look and you like you said there's there's no thought for defense at this place yeah like nobody has and it's completely indefensible like you look at the game map and at the at tolkien's map and numinous is not a defensible position yeah. when they built it they weren't meaning for it to be defended yeah. Um, yeah. When they needed to defend their capital, they moved to Fornost because they needed somewhere to defend. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool. That was a really neat way, like putting in the ruins the way that they did, I mm -hmm. think really shows a lot of that story, even though you're not experiencing that story. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's so, I mean, I find again and again, it is so looking, thinking about, the game world in conjunction with the text in those kind of big picture ways is so rewarding because it, it, yeah. it, uh, it really, it really pays off again and again. You can really see the thought behind that and the adaptation process. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. of course, uh, I think one of my favorite things was when we looked at that mural for the whole time. Oh man, that is that still mural. my favorite moment. The, oh, the panels at Tinadir. Oh, oh the, pa the panels at Tinadir. Yeah. That was the best. Oh my goodness, that I was like, Aha, that was it. the most satisfying moment when we finally figured out what those panels must be. But well, we never actually did find out if that's what the devs intended. Oh, don't need uh, to know. In, don't need to know. Yeah. It's all good. Don't need to know. No, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. If uh, if they if they say it's something different, then I just try to convince them that they were wrong. Basically, um, <laughs> that is how convinced I am by our interpretation of the of the panels yeah. there. Yeah, because they could have been mistaken, you know. But it's clear what the answer is. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that's plain. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, so uh, Lyrlin, remember they were the um, the 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 four. Numenorian scenes, right? The Numenorians coming and bringing gifts and showing agriculture to the people of Middle Earth, and then later on enslaving them and uh, and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, that, that was the um, yeah. the sort of the the progression of the the sort of the cautionary tale of the uh, the progression into moral degradation of uh, of uh, of the Numenorians. Yeah, so good, <laughs> so good. Oh man, that was so awesome. Just so satisfying, that interpretive moment. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Fantastic. Um, it was I, nice, uh, you know, that when you announced that you were going to be doing this, uh, Standing Stone Games went out of their way to accommodate, and they built a space for you. Yeah. So that on every server you can go in and teach your class. And it can be used for other things. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a lot of it being used for other things, but the fact that they're willing to do that shows how the, the company values what signum is doing for the game itself i mean yeah. you've got how many people watching and you know just chilling and we're, we're just discussing this you know the game and what we've done with the game and how it brings everything into full circle because we without the books we wouldn't have a game yeah absolutely no i'm i'm uh i've been uh really happy you know grateful for my relationship with standing stone games they're you know they're such they're such great people there and i'm uh i'm so happy to uh you know 
you know, continue to encourage and support them, especially with the move from turbine to standing stone, which I think is such a, um, such a, 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 an admirable thing for them to have done. Uh, and, uh, something I'm really, I'm really behind. So I'm, uh, I, I'm so grateful to them for the for the wonderful work that they've done in building Lotro. It is so um, it is it's still I mean, as I have said many times, I find Lotro to be the the best, most thoughtful adaptation of Tolkien's work in any uh, medium I've ever seen. I've seen no no film or anything, any form of adaptation that really compares with the work that they've done, both the creative work and uh, the analytical work that they've done. Um it is just fantastic, and I love to talk about it. Um, it gives such a, a rich field of discussion, and uh, I'm uh, I'm looking forward not only to continuing to play Lotro, and hey, maybe I'll even make it to Mortar. Perhaps, perhaps Wigan will make it to Level Cap someday. Druid's Fire, it just might happen. No, not it's not going to happen. Hey, We're Wigan's almost Wigan's almost ninety five now. I mean, that's like that's like serious business right there. You're almost ready for Gondor. I know, right? I'm gonna try I'm to. Excited. I'm gonna try to get my 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 goal. And we'll see if I can do it. But my goal is to get through Volume Three of the Epic Quest Line tonight. So. We'll see. I'll probably wind up stream bombing you from uh, from the other side. Nice. Good. Uh, we're doing our own little thing on the official Lotro channel. Yeah, yeah. When it's hour thirty, we we killed our goal about an hour and a half ago. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So we have. Uh, 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 very good. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're only I'm I'm only on hour. What we're finishing hour nine now, but um, we'll yeah. be hour thirty once we get done. Yeah, cool, <laughs> cool, excellent. So many hours. I know, but we have a team, so we just we just one Corey or ten of us, so it kind of works out. Yeah. At least it's not fourteen hours and more yet. Don't ever do that again, please. <laughs> I'm telling you, I barely, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is like a blur in my memory. Like I barely remember the middle of that. (laughs) It was was a long, (laughs) yes. Last year's 14 hour Moria, uh, uh, marathon. Yeah, exactly. You said eight o'clock. It's 1030. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was, um, Corey, I want ice cream. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, so just to explain what we're referring to. So last year, during last year's uh, campaign, I did a I did a marathon with Grifflet, my hobbit who's been following the Epic Quest line, and I was my goal was I said, hey, I'm gonna set out and do because I was I got him right up to Moria, uh, so I was gonna start at the, <laughs> I was gonna start at the west gate of Moria, and. Uh, go all the way through to Dimrill Dale. So, you know, so from uh, from the Watcher in the Water to Dimrill Dale in one day, you know, in one more or less one sitting. Um, so that was uh, that. And I made it. We we got to Dimrill Dale, but it, it, it took 14 hours, which was my goal was to get through it in eight. And it took 14. So that was. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, uh, the Watcher, was intense. That's going to be fascinating to discuss when we get there, because like that's just. Mm-hmm. That's such a weird creature for Tolkien. Like, yes, as I think about it now, it's like it's almost like that that thing belongs in Lovecraft. <laughs> it is a very interesting. Yes, absolutely. The Watcher in the Water, I it is very interesting. I'm, uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm very, uh, very eager 
to talk about. There's there's especially a couple lines that I'm thinking of uh, that are going to be really interesting to uh, to work through. Um, no, yeah. I am uh, I am really delighted uh, to be you know the way in which um, this sort of Lotro based experience has kind of exploded into my like most in depth prolonged sulking series ever essentially um which is what it's what it's what it's likely to end up being here um since <clears throat> we're going to be in what chapter nine after a year essentially um we're not gonna yeah yeah we're not gonna be anywhere because we started on tolkien's birthday january 3rd this past year so anyway um yeah. Uh, no, I, I tend to agree with Ed. I don't think we're having Christmas in Rivendell. <laughs> Christmas in Rivendell, no, definitely no. not happening. There's no way. There's no way. There are a whole bunch of chapters in between now and then. Are you kidding? It take exactly. me two months on one chapter. So no, no, we might get out of the Barrows. We may, we might get to Bree. I think Maybe. I think there's a real yeah. chance of getting Christmas to Bree. Christmas with the Prancing Pony sounds like a fun fun date to me. Why not? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That seems. Uh, Good place for revelry. Exactly. That'll be that'll be just fine. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for joining me. I, you know, uh, it's been uh, it's been great uh, being with you. Thank you for your help. You know, both of you have been, uh, uh, you know, very much in, uh, in you know regular attendees and very much involved. And uh, of course, you know, Druid's Fire, you're a big help on my Grifflet streams as well. Um, uh, you know, before Grifflet became so competent and uh, OP, you know, he used to <laughs> used to need your help a lot. But nowadays, yeah. you know, I he's... don't even lo- half the time I don't even log in Tyrion anymore. I was actually leveling a tune to run with the court open uh, on his portion of the uh, extra life thing, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. Awesome. We, we kill trolls. Nice. And nice. then I troll him because yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I, I do have, you know, I do have something uh, just as a parting thing on the way out to uh, remind us all that we have a schedule to keep here. Yes. Um, what? Schedule? What? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to go to war today. The orcs just seem so cheerful, though, when they're singing that song, which is so funny. But that's right. That's right. We are. The voices do, but like if you look at their yes, faces, that's true. That the the facial expressions not so much, but the uh, the 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 the, so, yeah. the, the sound um, definitely. I always like. I think my favorite one is the one I call the Star Trek work because his head comes off his head like the saucer section of the Starship Enterprise. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird shapes. It's such a great. Yeah. Well, bit. you know, Rankin Bass. You know, what can you do? Exactly. All right. Well, thanks very much, guys, for joining me. Um, it is time next. We're going to do another reading, and then we're going to do the State of the University Address. So uh, so thank you two for joining me, and I'll see you guys around. Join us on Tuesday evenings for Exploring the Word of the Rings. Bye, guys. Goodbye.